rocking them basic. I know I haven't been around in a while. This is Tori E. Um, so they just be me. And we got Bobby Legend in the motherfucking building. I call him Bobby. What's good, Bobby? <laughs> What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? And we just gonna talk about being just single, singleism. Like, I don't even, is that a word, Bobby? <laughs> singleism? Uh, I'm pretty so sure if, make... we, if we like Googled that, it would say nothing found. But, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but but uh, we just gonna talk about being single and like just trying to find yourself and after a relationship, just trying to rebuild yourself and, you know what I'm saying, trying to figure out um, things that you like, man. Because when I really thought about it, and somebody asked me the other day, Bobby, they said, what do you like to do? And I had to pause because all the things that I like to do really just make money. Like, yeah. I don't be really doing stuff for leisure no more. Like okay. TikTok okay. isn't, yeah, TikTok isn't leisure for me. Instagram no leisure for me. Like, and if this podcast is not a leisure, this is like making me money. But I do enjoy doing it. But at the end of the day, what do I enjoy that's free? Right. You know what I'm saying? Or that yeah. doesn't make me some type of money. So Fact. I, yeah. So Bobby, how you feel about being single? <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, like, I mean, some days it's better than the others. It's like, the night times for me, Bobby B. <laughs> it, it, it'd be really rough at night time, Tori. I'm not even going to lie to you. Nighttime after that 8 o'clock hit, was that sun drop? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I feel like I need somebody that I can hold up on. We can watch a little movie or something so yeah. we fall asleep. I'm a cuddler. Like, I love to cuddle. I like my man like I like to I like to be on top of my man like you know chest to like my my face to his chest like I just like I like I love to be around my significant other and then when you don't have a significant other especially at those times where it gets quiet at night and all you hear is the damn crickets they need like you know that little chirping shit and you like well goddamn it's a whole bunch of y'all motherfuckers y'all comfortable like my ass just getting ready to say they out there happy they got their significant other uh, shit if they don't at least they got somebody around and it's yeah, just like at least they got friends exactly man and I'm good. just hell yeah and I'm just like man what like do I but I, but do I really want I don't want um I want company but I don't want bad company and I'm pretty sure you can understand what I'm saying like qual- you know quality over quantity man like I can have anybody come to the crib I'm pretty sure you know what I'm saying and that's what I be saying and like the end of the day I know I could definitely go on to like Instagram or something mm-hmm. like that, and you know what I mean something could get set up, but I don't <laughs> want that. I'm at I'm past that stage where I'm at a stage now where I'm like, you know, I'm just looking for somebody that's gonna be this last person that I'm trying to be, you know, mm-hmm. opening my heart up to because that stuff's not easy either for real. I, I know, especially we we talk about a lot of uh, man traumas on this podcast. We've been trying to get depths because, to be honest, I I like to talk to other men because it helps me with my healing process, and it, and it actually helps me understand men. And I I hate to say that, but to be honest, it actually it helps me understand men. And then when I bet when I become a wife, I will be able to better understand my husband. So I kind of do this podcast just so I can understand like what he goes through in a day to day basic, even though I haven't met him yet. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm that type of wife. I, I'm the type of wife that I ain't even met you yet. I'm already working on you. You know what I'm saying? I'm already mm-hmm. working to make sure that you got peace. 
you know, it's not a lot of females out here that can tell you like, you know, hey, I do this so I can understand my man and I can understand his his dynamic more because when we tend to talk to other people and they don't have any type of biasness to us, like you're not trying to sleep with me. I ain't trying to sleep with you. Like we can actually have a real fledged conversation and actually get to the nitty gritty of certain things that exactly. we can't you, we can't normally do in a relationship and um that's what i really i i really started this podcast for that and i also started this podcast because i want to i want us to as relationships as a male and a female i want us to find some type of dynamic especially in the black community because it's so much strife between both of us like you know especially on like social media you seeing men talking about these women ain't shit women talking about these men ain't shit it's mostly black our black community and it's just it's a sad thing it really is like love you know what i'm saying like i just right. want a black man to love me i want to love a black man you know um, exactly but the thing is like the reason i feel like men are a lot harder of a you know we are a harder species to figure out mm-hmm. for one because we've been raised our whole entire lives to not show your feelings you mm-hmm. know you got take this on the chin, keep your head up, chest out, and shoulders up, you know what I'm saying? No weakness or none of that. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's That was planted in our heads as youngsters, like, before yeah. we even walk. Suck it up. What you, yeah, what you, you crying gotta suck for? suck that up, bro. You can't keep crying. And that's what, what was like implanted crying, in us women's heads, that y'all supposed to do a certain thing, and if y'all ain't doing it, then y'all ain't shit. Um, we also exactly. we we had a po- exactly. we actually had an episode and we actually talked about what is a man and when you look in the 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 def the definition of there is no there's no definition of a man it's just a human species and we mm-hmm. tried to like just you know kind of like narrow that down and just talk about that and just say hey you know there's no definition to a man there's no right or wrong you know what I'm saying we're no it's not even a definition to a woman. There's no right or wrong in that, you know what I'm saying? But we, as people, if we're, we have willingness and we're willing to be humiliated and also um, come together, like we can make we can make this happen. It's just like we got so many egos, and people are so egotistical, and it's just like why, you know? Like if we could just really sit down and just have a conversation and just talk about our problems, and you know, like find somebody that's willing to help us with those problems i was talking to somebody the other day and i was telling them about um um they were like oh i don't take a broken man and i'm like brokenness doesn't mean that he's all the way broken you know what I'm saying it mean it might be a little couple cracks you know what i'm saying cracks it might be little cracks in his body and it might be little cracks in my body and together we we make a hole you know what i'm saying you know like so hey bobby how long you been single Oof. uh Damn, yeah. that's not ever good. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. It's been a really long time. I think my last legitimate relationship was, it ended back in 2016, I want to say. 2016, Woo! 2017. Wow, yeah. Bobby. I've been single for a really long time. What's your sign? I'm an Aquarius. 
That's why. <laughs> I don't know why everybody keeps bagging on the Aquarius so bad. That's why. Like, That's why you still single. That's why you, yeah, because y'all are kind of like y'all. Y'all are kind of like y'all own free spirits. Y'all don't really need nobody. Y'all love people, but y'all don't really need nobody. If that makes sense. And then on top of that, y'all kind of go on y'all own drum. Like when the drum beats, true. y'all kind of go on y'all own drum. So when you said when you said Aquarius, I kind of I mm-hmm, I got that concept. Um, it's very true. I do at just about all of that. <laughs> I yeah. do my own thing, you know. But at the end of the day, I still do love people, you know. Yeah, I'd like definitely. to be happy with somebody, but <laughs> I don't need to be. Okay, so be how long was your last relationship that uh, in twenty sixteen? So that relationship that I. I was in that relationship for four years. Okay. Yeah, when I when I had I was in a relationship for eight years and when I had got out that relationship, um, I thought I was gonna be single for a while. I ended up with um my an ex boyfriend. It was funny because I ended up with an ex boyfriend and that didn't last more than two months. And then I ended up being single for like I think like maybe a year so it's just like now I'm just like I'm trying to learn myself again and when somebody asked me like I told you before when somebody asked me like what do I like to do like I could not think of nothing that didn't pertain to me like trying to make money but I always remember that in my mind everything that I did has always been a survival tactic like I'm always thinking about making money so I guess that's my thing to do like yeah, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's somebody who's goal-oriented. I mean, that that means there's a lot of things that you want. In mm-hmm. life. Like, there's some other stuff that you want and that, you know, you need to keep this grind on so that you can make sure that, that I get what I want at the end of the day. Yeah, most definitely. Um, so have like you haven't had anybody in your in your grasp and and since 2016 that you just like, mm, maybe I'll just try. So I ain't going to sit here and cap. Like, I don't know. I just haven't gotten back into that vibe of, yeah, let me get in a relationship with you. Let's see how it works. Because I I do my feeling out process throughout the time of us, like, talking. Like, I Mm -hmm. get into that talking stage with a few people. I've talked to a few of them. And, like, after, like, I see that your conversation, that you can't even hold a conversation about Mm -hmm. nothing. And I'm like, yeah, there's nothing I can really Are you a sapiosexual? Cause I am, like I have to, a sapiosexual. It mean it's a the definition of it is basically you're attracted to a want of somebody's mind. Like they have to have some type of conversation. Like um, they can have they have to hold a conversation and also have intelligent conversation. So that's what I'm attracted to. I'm attracted when people be like, oh my god, why you dated him? Like because he gave me the conversation that I needed. I'm in that exact same boat mm-hmm. for real because. That's literally exactly what I'm looking for. I just yeah. need somebody I can talk to about just about anything and they have mm-hmm. like a, a real intelligent like rebuttal for me. So mm-hmm. I can just really have like a real deep conversation on whatever like whatever we talk about. It don't even mm-hmm. matter. It got to be nothing specific. Like mm-hmm. If we just talk about some bullshit but, but like make a whole 15, 20 minute talk out of it. Yeah, that stuff turns me on. You try to keep your relationship interesting or whatever. I love, like I said, I'm a sapiosexual. I love that type of stuff. I just love to, like, have fun with it. Like, especially with conversation and communication. Um, 
but I feel so in a rut like I don't talk to nobody Bobby like I just be like like when people see and and you know me when people see me people always trying to holler at me and I and when, pe- when I tell people that I don't talk to nobody, they be like, I can't believe the shit. Like, I'm just like, no, I just don't talk to nobody. I don't, I don't want to talk to nobody right now. I'm just kind of right. in my own little thing. Yeah, and... The whole time, I can vouch for that, yo. I remember when I first met you, Tori. Uh-huh. I was like, good. Let me go ahead and roll the dice, see how this <laughs> works. <laughs> I'm not even lying. I found you, like, you was crazy attractive. I was Aww, like, man, let me you, see what I can try. But then, like, we really started, like, connecting on, like, we started playing the game together and everything. I was like, Man, you know, yeah, you dope. Like, yeah, Tori actually a real dope person. Like, even if I can't, if my shot missed, like, I know I'd have made a friend at the end of the day. Yeah, so and, like, you know, and it's crazy. Like, people don't that's be why believing I like, that. I, that's why I fuck with you. I don't know if you can do a whole lot of cursing or anything on here. Oh, so yeah, you can. We different. we do explicit. But, um... yeah, dude, nice, nice. I've been trying to keep myself. You nah, know. you good. But yeah, that's just how I am. Like, but like, like to know me, like when people when people hear that I like playing video games and people hear like they be thinking I'd be B- BSing. But Bobby, I'm pretty sure you can vouch for this. Like, and she actually be playing it. <laughs> yeah, Tori has carried me to many Apex dubs. I ain't um, yeah, like I actually be doing this stuff, and people be like, I cannot believe that you play video games. Nah, you one of them people that be capping. No, I be really doing this. Like, yeah. I've been playing video games since I was five. Like, that's what I be telling. I'm like, and to think about it, anybody really past like, like maybe 22, 23 years old, you know what I'm saying? We grew up with like little games and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like Nintendo 64, Sega Genesis. Oh my god! The like, be- that that was me? the best Nintendo. Come Nintendo on, 64 like, was the best Nintendo. 007 whole... was the best game on there. Oh No cap. Yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> nobody gets it. But like, when I tell people that when they well when they hear me talk and then they actually hear me talk about video games they're like oh yeah she really be doing this but uh, it's like people be thinking women be capping like it's no nah, it's some unicorns out here and I'm one of them no doubt but see <laughs> what I think it is the reason um, why guys be so like mind blown when they find a girl that plays like video games and shit is because women women and men are all mm-hmm. they all have their own separate like portraits or like how people portray them like mm-hmm. for men it's always like yeah he loves football uh he drinks beer plays video mm-hmm. games yada yada loves cars and all that i met plenty of women that love the exact same stuff but mm-hmm. in like the ideal image of what everybody well what america thinks is the ideal woman like she's someone who you know stays at home uh, does the cooking, cleaning, this, that, and the third. I'm like, nah, that's not a woman's responsibility. But okay, Bobby, come through with it. But I'll like, be, so, be cooking and cleaning and playing my video game. Let me, I'll cook clean for you in, and then go play my video game. I'll be like, all right, baby, I made your plate. Here, your plate. I'm gonna go play my video game. <laughs> and yeah, hundred percent. Like that's welcome. Don't get it twisted. Like we love that. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it needs to be reciprocated because it's not mm. a, it's not a one way street. You can't have one person putting in all the effort, doing mm-hmm. everything, all the chores and all that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, you just expecting this every day, like to a certain point, that person going to get tired of cooking every day. Maybe they want a, a meal feel- prepared for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. My thing, my, video games. I don't I don't really necessarily think that like I feel like this, like. 
in a relationship we all have roles right because he doesn't know how to cook that's not that bad of a thing you know like i if 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 my man doesn't know how to cook but he comes home every morning every night and he can at least like come you know um sit there and have a conversation with me while i'm cooking like give me like you know like let's work together you know give me give me some conversation when it's time to sit there and like teach him Showing mm-hmm. them how to cook, you feel me? Oh, Y'all that cooking together. Nice. That's bonding right there. That's so relationship true. building right there. That's goals for real. We have never cooked together. Not baked nothing. We ain't, it was boring. <laughs> it was boring as hell. But it was something that I was accustomed <laughs> to because you know I had somebody that you know I wake up in the morning, you right there. That's what's up. Like so, you think that your last relationship was more of comfortability? I guarantee it. I guarantee it because yeah. I can literally sit here now and think back on it now that I got a clear mind on all of mm-hmm. it. I was wrapped in lust. I was wrapped in lust mm-hmm. the entirety of that relationship. Because literally, she was the ideal girl that I was looking for as far as in a, looks. In what? In looks? Yeah. As I think far some as of, looks. I think of some of us. See, the thing about men is I think y'all get wrapped up in looks but don't really actually think about the package that comes with the looks. And I think exactly. that women, we get wrapped up in what y'all the words that y'all say and don't actually think about the actions that y'all put into it. Yep. And I I like I I've found myself like combating those things like, oh well he says one thing but he does another and you're just like, Well, I still love him. I always try to make stuff work in relationships and um i think if yeah and that's the good in us and i feel like if if we were if everybody is willing then everything can work fine i feel like any relationship is fixable it just takes two people to fix it you know what i'm saying like but if you're only person like you said if it's only a one-sided you know one-sided thing then it's never gonna be it's never gonna be a together it's just gonna be me working on it and you kind of just chillaxing like no it's not that's not how it works yeah most definitely and one other thing I would like to say about sure. relationships, for real, like, I, I get tired of hearing people say that uh, relationships, y'all supposed to be equals. Like, in all honesty, nah. you are not supposed to be equal. No, nah, it's, it's never. never. I, I hate when people say, oh, relationships are 100, 100. That's not true. A relationship could be 70, 70, 30. A relationship could be 80, 20. Be 100, 0. It depends on where you are in your relationship. And it depends on how what you feel and what you think is you deem that you can take because relationships everything scenarios change in relationships because sometimes you could be on top and then all of a sudden you lose your job you know you get into a car wreck and then your hundred percent and my and my hundred percent yours is zero now and I got this hundred and I'm like okay so am I going to still be here by your side and still help you yeah me as a person I would like. I'm still going to be by your side. I'm still going to help you. I'm st- I want to be here because I love you. And I know that if, you know, well, I would hope that if the tables were turned, you would still be here. But right. a lot of, I'm starting to realize that a lot of people's loyalty has an expiration date. And that's another thing, like, Period. like, <laughs> man. And that, and that fucked my head up when I heard that. When so, and then it actually made sense to me. And I'm like, loyalty has an expiration date? Like, yeah, yeah. I was just getting ready to say, I need you to say that one more time. Loyalty got it. Well, loyalty got an expiration date. And I'm like, damn. I didn't, I never, I never thought about it like that. But when I always think about it and I go back to relationships and I'm like, 
I'm a good person, so I stay loyal even past your expiration date. And I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm kind of stupid now because I'm kind of feeling stupid now. Like, I'm being loyal and you're kind of like, mm. but I feel like people tend to take advantage of you sometimes, especially when they know you're a good person and they know, you know, what you, what you, what you, you're, I think that anybody knows your value. It's just the, depending on mm-hmm. what they want to do with what they do with the, the amount that you give, like they can still use you and they'll know your value. I've seen so many people, male and female, get mad at anybody in their relationship when they take their value away because they know the value of you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. You're snatching the word right out of my mouth. As soon as you say so, it, I'm like, oh, gosh, she is hitting the all point I today, mean, huh? Yeah. Just the, like, um, we're not, look, you getting mad at me. What are, what you getting mad at me for? Because you know my value. You knew my worth. You knew my value. You exactly. chose to, You chose to play games. And, and now you mad because I'm taking my value worth and you still got this little penny any and I'm, you know, I'm a dumb, you know, right. like. And see, at the end of the day and stuff like that, it all, that's what drives a lot of people to become like, you know, how, how everybody claim. Yeah, I'm heartless now, cold hearted. I'm going to just be, you know, doing what I do, whatever, mm. whatever. It's because like, you know, people open up, they give you their heart, they give mm. you their loyalty, like for a long period of time is that why is step that on you, it like shit is, on it like it don't matter yeah because they is know that, that they got you at the end of the day true but then once you finally decide to step away from that life mm-hmm. start changing everything now you a cold-hearted person just because you try and better yourself it's like you know at the end of the day i'm not cold-hearted i just know my worth and i know what i need at the end of the day i know what i want and what i need mm-hmm. and, and if i if i can see that you're not going to provide that i'm not going to sit here and waste my time and entertain yeah. you Every time I get like this, everybody always tells me like, oh, Tori, like, you know, why just go and date some people new. Like, no, nah, I'm the type of person that when I get out of a relationship, I take what I learned from that relationship. I try to analyze what I did, how I did it and what I could do better. Mm-hmm. Any relationship I, t- I take, I take the lesson and I try to figure out what I, I even I even have conversations with my exes and I say, hey. Is there anything I could do better? This is one thing I don't understand about me and uh, Bobby. And maybe you can like give me like un- make me understand this. Any ex I've ever been with, we're like we we're still we're we're still cool on cool terms. But when I ask them what I did wrong in the relationship, they always tell me the same thing. Um, now what what is it that they say? Um, they all tell me the same thing. What can I be like? What can I work on? Um, in my next relationship, like, what did I do like that kind of like sent you to this this part to where we, you know, we're we're non-existent? And they all tell me the same thing. Um, you did really nothing. Um, just the timing was off. But they also tell me this same crazy stuff. If I tell you what you did wrong, why would I fit help you for another nigga? And I'd be like, what the fuck? You see, that's the that's ah, I hate that about men, yo. Cause it's 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 really like a, a ego thing at the end of the day. Cause they yeah, still think cause... even when you, every time after you tell them like we friends and everything, even mm-hmm. after a relationship, it's still planted in the back of the nigga head. Like yeah, she still want me low key. Like I can still like maneuver something. Is but that, then when they is hear that shit like that? that, it's like man, why would I want help you get into another relationship with somebody else? But Isn't that kind of selfish though? Like it's very selfish. You you <laughs> left if you leave me or we break up, and I'm telling you, hey, I'm look. I just want to know like what can I work on on myself. 
You know, I'm gonna tell you what you need to work on and what can I work on myself? And they tell you the same stuff. I, to be honest, I, I, this is another thing they tell me. Why would I tell you that? Maybe, maybe, maybe I, maybe I want to come back and I'll be trying to figure out like, why dudes be playing? Like when, if you, if you just want to be single, just say that, you know what I'm saying? You think, oh man, you're a good woman. I'm just not ready for a good woman right now. Now let me break this down. Cause mm-hmm. that's never the case. <laughs> Niggas is always looking to find a good woman. Mm-hmm. The thing is, they want a woman that's going to allow them to still do what they want mm. and keep this woman at the same time. Mm. Whether that involves another woman or it involves uh, like, you know, doing literally exactly what they want to do. Like, let men just live free. Mm-hmm. They let them just do as they please. And like, at the end of the day, like, and they hide in their feelings about it, about how mm-hmm. these men are living. Like, at that, that right there is just a no-go. It's not okay. Like, mm. I understand, you know, you want to give him his space, let him do his thing. Respect See, if that. a man tells me that he wants his space, I'm not going to sit here and be no dummy. You know, like, if you want to be, you want to parade to be single, you're not going to keep me on no, no, no shelf. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a good woman and I'm a treasure. And if For you sure. don't want this damn treasure and you want to just put me on a shelf and, and hold, like a little, like a little doll, an action figure and wait till you ready for me, then you, I'm not going to wait. I'm finna jump in Andy, my motherfucking ass. Andy, nigga, I'm gone. Like, it, yeah. I don't give a fuck if Andy came in this room. Like, I'm gone. And whole time. Like, in a, in a perspective, most men suspect that. And they could mm-hmm. almost even tell once you're about to get into that phase where, like, yeah, I'm not going to keep waiting on you. Like, you fucking mm-hmm. around too much. And some niggas will start switching shit up on you. Mm-hmm. Right? Once they feel that vibe from you, that's when they start doing all these nice gestures. They'll take you out at the end of the day. <laughs> Let me go get your nails done for you, babe. Like, let's go do whatever, whatever. We ready to go do something tonight. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? And then whole time, that that's it low-key sinks you back in. But in the back of y'all head, I know y'all be thinking about it. It's like, He's just trying to sweet talk me, you know what I'm saying? Butter me up, whatever, whatever. But whole time, a lot of these women, they take that as like, you know, he's trying his hardest. He's still making things happen for me. Mm-hmm. The whole time, this nigga's just putting on a stunt so that he can get back to what he was doing from the jump. Mm-hmm. And, and why do you think males do that, though, Bobby? Like, what's the purpose of that? You just holding me hostage? So, it... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to say you it like know that, what but no yeah. but but to be honest Bobby I I hear this a lot a lot of and I've heard this from a lot of males older males and they said that by the time they got into the time that they actually really wanted to settle down the girl they really wanted to settle down with stopped fucking with them because they got these they, they was bullshitting and they ended up having to settle down with somebody else that they really didn't even want to settle down with yep. they but they they bullshitted and so i'm just in a in my, in my mind when i hear that it just seems to me like they know they want to settle down with you they know you the one they're going to try their hardest to keep you you in this la la land world with unicorns and rainbows mm-hmm. hoping that you don't realize that they bullshitting you and they're going to talk to all these other women about it but by the time they decide they want to lock you down put the ring on it they're like oh yeah I know I, I'm, I'm ready now use patient like what <laughs> you know and that's I would answer for that the main reason up, I feel like Bobby? I'm going to give you a solid answer to that. Uh, I'm going to give you a real solid answer. So, look, mm-hmm. I feel men do do stuff like that 
simply for the fact that we are very, very immature. We are mm. we are very childish. It takes mm-hmm. a very long time for us to really develop, like getting to that stage of like, all right, I'm done fucking bullshit. And how long does that take? <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and lie. I'm a 40-year-old man that's still on that BS. Because some of these 40-year-old men, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't even want to blame it on like, I am going to blame it on that. I'm going to blame it on their past life. Like, I'm going to blame it on like how they were brought up because you never know. You never seen like what this person goes through True. on a regular as a and kid. And on top of that, y'all men don't tell us. And that, but I mean, you we can't were hold that way. hostage now. We've been raised to hold that mm-hmm. shit in. Boy, and then, can I ask you a question? Why is it, since you just telling all the like, you know, you little, you splitting a little bit. Um, can you explain to me when a woman tries to move on, why does a man get upset? Like you did something to them. <sighs> Cause it's heartbreaking. Like <laughs> that's shit heartbreaking. <laughs> it's hard to watch, yo. Cause it deep down How in our men's in the men's head. Cause we know we missed out on something great. We know yeah. we missed out on something great. And then when we see you finally moving on, it's that shit hurts. It hurts. It hurt bad. It hit you in the heart. And then that's when niggas want to act out because they gotta figure out a way to get over you real quick. And then whole time they done became a hoe while you out here finding <laughs> your husband or some shit. <laughs> You feel me? Like that's yeah, really how it goes. It's really but how it, it goes. But it's like, but it's like, why though? You could just be with the person you want to be with. If you see she a good girl for you, why even do that? Why let her go find somebody else? Why don't you just be the great man she needs? It's just like I said, <laughs> it's hard to tell for real with a lot of men because we don't know their past. Yeah, that is true. And that's why I said I took this podcast. And a lot of men are hurt. A lot of men don't know how to, first of all, when it comes to that type of thing, a lot of men don't know how to tell you because at the end of the day, they would literally have to come to you like they on a Tyrese video or in the yeah. rain crying, <laughs> baby, just take me back. Like, boys to men, I'm on bending <laughs> knee. And a lot of these men can't handle that. They cannot handle that. So instead of like, actually showing that they're sad they give it to you in anger and they block your ass and they they start ignoring you like i'm like did you did i do something what did i do like i was good to you like i never did anything to you and i'm not even gonna sit here and lie like that used to be me that was me (laughs) i've done all of this shit and like mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you exactly why mm. I did this, and I feel like now I'm at a stage where I'm, I can be very open about it. Mm. Uh, recently, uh, last November, my dad had just passed, so that oh, was yeah, a, I'm sorry that about was, that again. That was man. real rough on me, but yeah. before that, I never really had my dad involved in my life much. Like he mm. was there until I was about six, and then he was gone till I was about thirteen, and then he was gone till I was about eighteen, and then he just came back again when I was like twenty three, mm-hmm. right. So I never really had that person to really teach me how to be a man, how to treat these women. You know, I had my mom. I had my mom, but I was seeing what she was going through. And I was like, Mm -hmm. like, how am I supposed to believe what you're saying to me, mom? But my dad ain't even here. Yeah. And it's just hard on us. Like, and the one thing I was taught, this was from my mom, from my dad, my grandparents, everybody. Mm -hmm. Keep your head up. Yeah. Do not cry. You take it on the chin. Everybody's been telling me that since day one. Take it on the chin because you're good at the end of the day. You're going to be good. And that's just how I've been keeping my mindset. Like, I know, like, this shit might suck right now, but tomorrow's a new day, bro. Like, 
Like, you really could find a person in your dreams. You might even become a millionaire tomorrow. You never know. True. Life That's what I always on. say. You open your, you open your eyes. And right. in 2020, um, I got a text message on Facebook. I It was just random. And um, it was an ex-boyfriend t- t- 10 years ago. Um, me and my ex, we, you know, me and him, we, we, we broke up, we separated and stuff. And this guy came back to me and he was just like, Hey, Tori. Now keep in mind when I was talking to this dude, he did me dirty. When I tell you dirty, dirty, not saying he, he, he just didn't want to act right. His mama was so upset with him. She kicked him out the house. I told her, please don't do that. His mom was like, nah, cause you're a good man. I could tell you a good woman. And she was like, I've only had two conversations with you. And she's like, Tori, she was like, if you ever need something, you could come to this house. She was like, he, like, I, like, he, like, I don't understand what's wrong with him. He's about to lose the best thing in his life. And I'm like, and I, I'm, I'm hearing this from his mama. And I'm like, ma'am, I can't come back to your house. That would be toxic as hell. I can't stand ex, ex, uh, you know, exes that still be around. You know what I'm saying? I was right. like, ma'am, I'm not going to do that. I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going gracious, gracefully about he doesn't want my help. He doesn't, he say he don't want it. I'm not going to keep sitting here and trying to heal a man that's broken right now. I'm just not. And so 10 years goes by, me and my ex, um, my kid's dad, we break up. And I get this message on Facebook. And he and he's just like, hey, you know, um, I know you probably don't want to talk to me. You probably hate me. And and I'm like, no, I don't hate you, but I'm confused of what you want. Like, you know, because right. the last time I talked to you, you didn't, you said you don't want nothing to do with me. And um, he was just like, all right, well, I'm just going to like, you know, make it short or whatever. And he was like, man, I'm sorry. Like you were the best thing that ever happened to me. Yo, your love was pure. You know what I'm saying? Your love was what, man, you, you was the best thing that ever happened to me. And he was like, it took me. It took me so many years to like really see like my ways and I was like I fucked up. And he was like I took he's like these last 2 years I just been sitting down and just like thinking about writing my wrong. and you know what I'm saying I I, I just want to write my wrong with you. I know you probably don't want to talk to me. You don't you know you're not trying to be with me or nothing. But he was just like I have so much love for you and um not in a in a romantic way, but I have so much love for you because you did so much for me. And you didn't yeah. have to, yeah. You know, it's... and I was and I was a shitty ass man to you, and I'm like, I just bawled down in tears reading that, you know. Yeah, and look, I'm gonna tell you straight up that he meant that shit. No, he, he meant, meant every it word of because it. for the, for you to come back to me in ten, 10 years from from when you did all that. And just come to me and just say, man, as a man, I was wrong for it. I was just like, man. And, you know, at that very moment, I was going through a lot. I just got, you know, I just left my ex. And I'm going through so much. And I'm just like, am I good enough? And you know what? I always tell people that God comes in the best time frame. But he always comes when it's right. And he just like that. That I keep that text message. Like, I read that. Every time I feel down and I feel like I'm not good enough, I always read that text message. And just like, just because somebody's doing things that they're doing to you right now does not mean that you're not good enough does not mean that you're not you're not doing all the right things for them it's just some people just they they got baggage that you can't help you can't unpack exactly another reason why i think men just you know i don't want to say mistreat but mistreat their 
these great women that you know be brought into their lives mm-hmm. is because everybody keeps telling them how great this woman is which is almost kind of, like it's almost like a backhanded compliment in a sense in the minds of a man really like, you don't it, like somebody to tell let you me how explain great why so okay it ain't even that the fact that people are telling you like how great your girl is it's mm-hmm. like people are almost kind of like shitting on you on like how much better your life is now that you got her how much <laughs> like she's just improving you you like a whole new person she'd have made you this much better and it's mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like like it's a it's a backhanded compliment like it's they kind of saying like you know you're doing better like your life's going good now yeah but, good, Bobby, but it's like isn't that what that it's all about assistance from somebody else to now my life is good. Like the other day yeah, before the... I met her, I, I was doing really bad. <laughs> no, that's not what that means, though, Bobby. See, that's the thing when people be thinking. When we come into a union with somebody, we're supposed to advance each other. And if we're not advancing each other, if I'm not making you a better person and you're not making me a better person, then what are we doing in a relationship? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, it might seem like a backhanded compliment, but like, she they can tell that girl love you like yeah hard to see like she's doing all this stuff for you but i can't understand like it can mess with a man's ego to hear that but i mean at the end of the day like that's what a relationship's all about advancing each other and if we're not advancing each other and i'm not improving you as a person and you're not improving me then there's no reason for us to be together you know what i'm saying like i want somebody that's going to inspire me that's going to encourage me, support mm-hmm. me in anything, any crazy idea I have, and just love me to the ends of the day. Like, is it that so hard? Like, it, it, it shouldn't be. be. Like, <laughs> it definitely should not be. And that's the whole point. That's the whole point. But it's still like that ego. It's an ego thing at the mm. end of the day. Like, our, us as men, we're supposed to be, we're known as protectors, mm-hmm. providers. If you're the one provided for us, it kind of makes us feel no. Less okay, of a man. I, you feel I me? can understand that, but 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 to make you better doesn't mean I'm providing for you. To make you better could just be making your mind frame different. Um, that's true. Just, yeah, just making your mind frame different. Um, you walk different. You talk different. Um, you have a you have a more confidence in yourself. You know, like. No doubt when you meet somebody yeah okay you know like i'm a superstar you know i'm a woman by myself but we a force when we together you feel me like i'm a superstar but we could be superstars together you know like i want a partner i like I, I want a partner at the end of the day i want somebody that i can build an empire with we can we can break generational curses from my, your family and mine because we we put our families together. I want to do stuff like that. I want to change the world. I want to make money for our f- children's children and grandchildren mm-hmm. that we have never will probably never even meet to right. make them more comfortable so they don't have to go through the struggles that I've went through. Like exactly. my 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 mind frame as a woman is totally different than most people's. Like I can understand that. Uh, I get a lot of uh, men that tell me that they just need attention, and I and I already know what that that stems from the fact that they didn't get attention as children. Like yeah. they're understand that too, but I'm giving you the attention, but it's like you crave so you crave so more. You may crave more. I could give you attention all day, but it's like you still craving other like other people's attention, other people's mm-hmm. validation, and it's like what can I do? Like how can I help you with that? Like. And that's one thing I can I can honestly look my ex in the face and tell her thank you for. Mm-hmm. Cause 
she definitely gave me the confidence and like that validation that I don't need nobody else's validation except mm. for my own. And yeah. like, because I ain't gonna lie to you, that was the first person I gave my virginity to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like at the time, I was. And that's why your ass is still single because you was in love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was in love. I, didn't I was went... in love. Yeah, I was, that was my first one. My, and my you know how I go with yeah. your first. Nah, I know, I know how that go. Yeah, I, remember, but... I remember, I remember my first, my first love. He was the Let's first see. kid. My first, yeah. Experience, yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, they, I've always heard this saying: your first love is always your worst love. Mm, not so much i really didn't care for i didn't care i guess because i because my first kiss was when i was 16 and i didn't and then my first time was when i was 18 but it it was with the same guy we just kept i don't know our stars just kept aligning but we kept i just thought we were meant to be because we kept meeting each other in different time frames of my life Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, we just kept meeting people, each other in different time frames in my life, and I just automatically just thought that he was the one, you know. <laughs> right, felt like destiny at this point. Yeah, when I turned okay. sixteen, he um he actually found me through one of his homeboys. I actually I met my homegirl was dating one of his homeboys, and I was like, oh, I know that dude. And so when he found out that the other guy was trying to talk to me, he said, Nah, she, you can't have her. That's mine. And <laughs> yeah, like he, like he, like she mm-hmm. could come too. And that was it. And then he showed him a picture of me and he said, No, you can't have that one. That one's mine. Yeah. And now, yeah. And it was just like, and then I kept meeting him, kept meeting homeboys that he had. And they would show pictures to him. And as soon as he said, he said, No. And I just kept, and I, it's like I kept ghosting, like, because I was young. Hey, yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm getting mad predator vibes from that guy. But like, I understand at this, like a little bit in the back of my head, I understand. I mean, we didn't do anything until I was 18. So, I mean, all in all, he was 20. By the time I turned 18, he was 21. So I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably all messed up in the head about the age, the age gaps. Cause he was 21. 18 so it probably okay, wasn't so that I, that bad okay I can't. so yeah that's not that bad at all that it wasn't at, that at bad this, in my head i heard you was 12 and he was 18 i can't look i, th- I don't <laughs> look i know i was in middle school when i had met him so it was just a, it was a lot like it was a lot <laughs> but um i just thought that the that the, that the the stars were aligned and we were supposed to be together when i realized that wasn't the case then I was like, okay, shit, what am I going to do? I'm thinking that we're going to be together forever. It's crazy because in 2010, we reconnected again. And I just was like, Destin, no. He didn't marry. He just got married again and everything. So, um, but it's crazy, like, how we just think about people in our lives and we just keep moving. But um, I never really had that feeling with him to the point where I was just like, no, nah, I'm gonna be single for a while. <laughs> right. But I think maybe it's because I was in when I when I first had that feeling, I was a child. That too might have been mm-hmm. a little too grown for your age at the time. Mm-hmm. I already yeah. know how that go. <laughs> <laughs> that is true though. We were all kind of. I was kind of. I feel like everybody in the like 
in those times was a little 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 too old for that grown for the age like yeah. all the girls are trying to date older men not realizing that these older men ain't got shit going on they still at their mama house and we just exactly. thinking that's so cute now that i think about it as i'm like i'm like oh my god he was a chump like yeah um but most definitely um I've only, like I said, I've only been like really in love once, and I think that's what just is 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 it broke me. I ain't gonna lie, being in love broke me. Yeah, and it and it was in my thirties, and I'm just like, oh my god, like when you you just like I I I finally I finally get it, like I just finally understand like how life is and what life is you know is about. It's a whole eye opener, man. It definitely is. But like they say, you know, each relationship's either a blessing or a lesson. Yeah, and I take every, like I said, I take every relationship I've ever been in and I take it as a lesson. And I always try to learn something because any relationship, there's a reason why you're you're with that person because there's always a part of you that that they have. I'm not saying it's a soul tie, but there's a part of them that you wish was you because there's something that you admire about that person. Exactly. And you, and when you realize what you admire about that person, and you take that with your with yourself, and you learn that, because that's part of you that you know that you that was deep inside that you didn't know that was there. And so I always take that. I don't I don't take anything in, in a bad way. I always appreciate things, and yeah, it might be a little sad, it might be a little depressing, but at the end of the day, like it's a lesson, it's a blessing. And I'm I know I'm getting better for the person that I'm supposed to like settle down with forever. My forever. You know? Exactly. Yeah. That's all it's about. As long as you're growing as a person. Mm. At the end of the day, I feel like, you know, your person's gonna end up meeting up with you. Just mm-hmm. you know, good energy always attracts. Yeah, I always tell myself I attract I attract I, I attract, I do not chase. So all in all, like if, if you if you meant for me, you meant for me. You'll find me. You'll come get me. I always think a man a man's a hunter at the end of the day, and what y'all really want, y'all go for. It don't matter what obstacle is in the way, y'all gonna y'all gonna figure it out. Now it needs to be vice versa too, though. It needs to be vice versa because <laughs> it's twenty twenty two. women is not Lord. out here shooting their jumpers Bobby, yet. Bobby, women is not out here Lord. shooting jumpers at men that they want. I mean. Mm-hmm. It won't be known. Some guys are nose blind. They are literally blind to the simple fact that this girl might like him. Mm-hmm. But we, was, mm-hmm. us as men, like, if y'all don't show us no type of interest in us, like, I mean, most of the time, respect Yeah, men Bobby, but if a, woman's, if a woman's not showing you no type of interest, then why even deal with her? It, you, well, see, because sometimes they be looking good. You can't they be a, looking. They be looking good, but if they're not showing you that type of... You can tell when a woman... I, I'm sorry, y'all men trying to lie and say y'all don't know when a woman likes you. You know when a woman likes you. Of she course. puts time into you. Women don't invest time into nothing that they don't see that they like. But she out yeah. here sitting here with you for 30 minutes talking to you outside and she ain't out here trying to look for she is investing in you. Women invest in what they like. Like, so you know if she like you or not. Like, you That's know. Facts. Um, but a traditional type of woman if you want me come get me like don't sit up here and play these games like I want a man that wants me I want to know that you want me and you want me only and I'm the only one you see and and that's it and if you can tell me that and you can show me that 
and you can actually keep up with the consistency with that, I promise you, you're gonna have a you gonna have the bomb ass woman, okay? Now here's my rebuttal to that. Sure, go ahead, Bobby B. <laughs> What's so wrong about a man wanting the exact thing? <laughs> um, cause I don't I don't think men really value a woman that'll just come to you and just be like, I want you. Um, I think that men, um, I, when people say what I, I keep, if you ever listen to my podcast, we have an episode about what do you bring to the table of a wife. First of all, I can't ask you to marry me because that's not even, that's not even proper. But when it comes to the uh, definition of a wife, if a man doesn't deem you the definition or the, 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 the stuff that needs to be on his table, then he not going to make you no wife. You know what I'm saying? That's you right. know? So my thing is, if a a man has to know he wants you, has to what they call it, profess, uh, protect, pro, uh, provide, and if you're mm-hmm. willing to do all those things for a good, good woman, I'm not saying these ratchet hoes here that's looking for a don a, a piece of some gas money and you to pay her phone bill because her phone about to get cut off. I'm talking about a good woman that you know is good to you that she she's out here. Um, and you know she'll take care of you and sickness help to death do you part. Those type of women, those type of women that are cry for you. A lot of women look cry for you. You know, sit, been on her knees and pray for you. Those type of women. And if you see that type of woman and that define, and that's the type of woman you define, then man, baby, you are gonna have a good ass woman. You know, no doubt, no doubt, mm. no doubt. A no, lot see. of men will tell. A lot of men will tell you like you know. What what happened, Bab? No, I want to hear what you say. We'll, we'll see what. I was ready to say, we <laughs> in such a generation now where it's so hard to even find a woman like that. Like that right there is a literal. What you saying? That's not. That that's is not a true. literal unicorn. You... What you just described, <laughs> like a literal pony with a horn in the middle of its head. And you know what, though, Bobby, I tend to find men that when I get with them, they don't believe me. They they cannot believe in me. And that's crazy. Because it's so that, hard to be... come by because all they've been with is a bunch of, like, skeezers at the end of the day. Like, yeah, but if you find somebody that's that, act... True, but if you find somebody that actually is that, and she actually is showing you that, and she's, she's been consistent with you for months, and you, even you... Why do her wrong? Why leave her? Hundred percent. I mean, I, <laughs> I get the question you asking, but deep down, it's also the simple fact that most of the time, to find this type of connection, it's somewhere across the world where niggas ain't never <laughs> been to. Niggas ain't been there. They don't know nothing about that area. So they gotta go out there to go meet this girl. This ain't no ninety day fiance. This Lord is Jesus. literally almost how it goes. That's yeah, you're right, goes, you right though. You right though. You you right though. Just because it, it's scary at the end of the day. Like they can yeah. be scared too, yo. I hope y'all know that. Like, man, no, and I'm I'm starting to realize that I I've seen a lot of people get like they'll lose a connection with a good thing just because they get scared. Because like they get cold because, feet. Yeah, and, they just get cold uh, feet because they're not used to this. Mm-hmm. We are really not used to this having somebody that really just endlessly cares about you like that it's hard to find mm-hmm. and then nah. when you come across it you, you almost kind of baffled because you're like damn like what am i even supposed to say back to this like, <laughs> is it too then, much you, know, you just start getting flustered it, that's it it's like a bittersweet kind of feeling because it's like damn yo i ain't never been able to talk to a woman but it's like damn yo this girl got me 
<laughs> losing my words, you know what I'm saying? That, I don't even know what I, I'm saying. And I, yeah, and I, and that's why I, I, I can understand that. I do understand that, especially when you actually like you say what you mean, you mean what you say. You're you a good woman. You're not out here trying to, you know, get a lot of attention. You actually, yeah. you giving me com- like you complimenting me, you calling me, you tell me you love me. Like damn, like what's wrong with you, like? I I know it's something wrong, which I've heard men tell me that. Well, I know, like I'm like, huh, boy, I just mm-hmm. play video games. I I be just out here just chilling. I just I'm just a good mom. I I try to be a good mom. I might not be a good mom every day, but I strive to be. I strive to be a good woman. I strive to be a good commu- uh person. And I'm like, it's just like at the end of the day, like it's a lot. And then on top of that, um, with men. And you, and then you're thinking like, damn, am I good enough for her? Like, can I provide for her? Like, she's a good ass woman. Like, I want to make sure she she gets everything she deserves. And I'm like, and, and that's another part. That's another part that plays in with it. A lot of men have been told in their life that they are never going to be good enough. Yeah, and it's and it comes of- from your mama. It, it it stems from your mama, and then on top of it, it stems from not even being, you know, having a father in your life. Like, you yeah. just like. And I'm and I got no I have no father like my father's not in my life and I always thought like maybe I'm I'm not good enough for my daddy like but it didn't keep me from loving it didn't keep me from being the person I am it's just you know it made me want to love more it made me want to find that love that I never had it made me want to help that that family that I never that family dynamic that I never had it made me want all those things I know that um, point of views are a really um, big thing. Especially when we think about like if your dad was a drunk or your mom was a drunk, like either you're gonna be a drunk or you're gonna say I don't want to drink at all. Yeah. And so I can understand that. It, it's just a point of view. And I pray any anybody that I've ever been with and they going through anything or anybody that's going through right now, I just pray that you know what I'm saying you heal, man. And because you all everybody deserves something that's something great. You know, like we're not on this earth to not have something great. Regardless of what that greatness is, regardless if it's whatever you deem great for you in your life, whatever you want, your heart desire, I hope you get it. Like, you know, I'm going to be that unicorn out here, um, you know, single. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like us unicorns, we is out here, but like, <laughs> it is hard to come by. But I mean, the main thing that I, if it's like any fellas that are listening to this podcast trying to get some advice, Take the chance, bro. Step outside your comfort zone. Step outside of your natural surroundings. What you do every day, you're not going to find your woman right there. If you ain't found her yet, you're not going to find her. She's not just going to get dropped off right Mm -hmm. there. You got to go venture out, bro. Big world. Mm. Then, um, before we get off here, I was was talking to somebody, and I was just like, man, I was willing to jump off of a building for anybody that I loved and close my eyes and hope that they catch me with a parachute, you know, with a trampoline. And then they told me something that made me just tear up. They was like, first of all, a man that loves you wouldn't let you jump off a building by yourself. He'd jump off that building right with you with a parachute. Come on now. And I just was like, dang. I was like, that's real. That's some real shit. He would never yeah. let me jump out broadsided no and see if, and and see and because he if he if I'm gonna get hurt, he gonna get, we gonna get hurt together. Exactly. And I was like, man, that's, that's some deep stuff. That's what, the, that's what they made mm-hmm. that for. 
That's some deep, deep stuff, man. I appreciate you coming out here, Bobby Legend, and just having a conversation. This was some deep stuff. It um it real man, you really helped me just to see things differently in a different light. Um, I hope I, I kinda helped you see some things in a different light, man. Most and I definitely. just I most definitely appreciate you for just, you know, stepping into the black and unbasic podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. So if y'all wanna look me up on like Instagram, it's Bob underscore legend ninety six. Uh everything else like TikTok. And uh, on here, obviously, it's Bob Legend '96 all together, Ooh. all together. If y'all ever want to look me up, because you know we is booming up here. You feel? Yes, and if y'all don't know who I am, I'm Tori Motherfucking E Ariza. Um, you can hit me up on Instagram at Hanging with Tori. You can also hit me up on Twitter. I've been doing, I've been being active on Twitter, y'all, at Tori okay. E Ariza. Um, with no just Tori Ariza, just put it all together. And I'm on TikTok, y'all know Tori dot e dot Ariza. And I'm also on TikTok as hanging with Tori. So y'all can just hit me up, you know. Um, if y'all want to um get on the ba- uh the back in my basic podcast, y'all just have to hit me up on Instagram to send me a little DM. Stop sending me y'all James, Jimmy's, and John's. I don't want that. Come on now, fellas. Y'all got to do better. <laughs> got to do better. Um, but uh I love this, I love to hear. Um, men's minds and get to understand y'all a lot better like I said it helps me and it helps y'all and um, I hope it helps anybody that listens to this podcast you know what I'm saying Bobby uh, thank you so much for coming out and just like I said throwing some knowledge on me you really gave me some insight on things um, that I kind of already knew but I didn't know so (laughs) right anytime Um, you know I ain't nothing but a DM away I'll be in here yes most definitely and um yeah, uh, we're going to be out of this bitch. Peace.